Hello, this is Marcela Bovio, and you're listening to the Metal on High Heels podcast. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. All right, and that's how we start. This is Kiki, and this is episode number 18 of the Metal and High Heels podcast. And my co-host is also tonight here with us. Hello, this is Pia. Welcome to the Metal and High Heels podcast number 18. As always, you can find show notes for this episode at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. Yeah. And of course, you already listened to our special guest of today, tonight. Marcella, how are you doing tonight? Hello, girls. I'm uh, doing good. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. It's so nice to finally talk to you again. <laughs> yes, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, we got used to uh, seeing you every fall. And um, <laughs> yeah, we've missed you. Uh, that's sweet. Thank you. How was your birthday without Ton giving you a really huge birthday cake? <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, I seriously don't remember what I was doing my last birthday. Maybe it's just I'm trying to, you know, I'm a little bit in denial. I don't want to, I don't want to have birthdays anymore. I think I've had enough, you know, I've, I, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm going to eliminate the birthdays of my life from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. I was uh, I was playing with Mayan in uh, in Belgium. That's why I don't have a clear birthday party uh, memory. We were just having some shows that week, and uh, so we had a show on my birthday and a show afterwards. So it wasn't really all that much, um, you know, possibility of uh, of having a party. But the show was a very was very nice. I think I think Mark even got the audience to sing or something you know he did something on stage it was uh, embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nice i think it's the best yeah. way to spend your birthday yeah sounds great and you're going soon uh you're going on tour with my aunt soon again with uh leaves eyes that's right how are the preparations going for that actually uh we haven't really started because we're in the meantime we are also um, working on the on the on the band's third album, so uh, it's uh, it's busy, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, how's the new music sounding? <laughs> well, can you tell us something about that? Well, I can tell you that it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, it's it's wild. You know, my under it's there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's very. Uh, it can be hectic, you know, which I love, uh, but also very melodic. Um, and very symphonic. I, I think uh, these songs, you know, have all these elements. You know, the the blast beats, the the the, the symphonic part. Also, you know, I'm I'm very happy uh, with the fact that I'm also contributing also to the songwriting. So um, there's a lot of melodies that I've uh, contributed with and writing some of the lyrics. And it's not just me, but um, well, pretty much everyone in the band, which is massive. It's a really big band. Uh, Everyone's contributing, yeah. so it's uh, it's really interesting because there's a lot of different things coming together, and you get this like super, uh, you know, interesting combination of of, of everyone's uh, everyone's little influences. You know, it's it's really nice. Well, I'm I'm, I'm very excited with with how it's turning out. 
I think it's very different from recording your solo stuff. Yes, <laughs> completely different. Um, well, you know, I kind of like both a lot because um, the solo albums uh, that, well, you know, what I've done so far and, and the one that I just recorded, you know, because I just recorded another one a um, couple of weeks ago, really. It's mm -hmm. just getting into the studio, one, two, three, go. And then it's done. And I love that. But it's really hard. It's it's very, um, well, you, you know, that's, I mean, if something goes wrong, then you're done. You know how you have to start from the beginning. Um, and with and this time, I mean, with Unprecedented, we were with five people, you know, the string quartet and myself. So, And now we're just with two people, which makes it a little bit easier. But uh, everything <laughs> has to click. Everything has to work. So... You have to rehearse a lot in advance. Uh, but then you go to the studio and you make something that is very true to itself. You know, it's very organic and and very in the moment, which I really, really love. But I also love, you know, a big production and then just going and working very specifically on vocals for an album. You know, if we go if we record an album with a band, then you do first the drums and then the guitars and then the bass, you know, so it's all split. But, th mm -hmm. but then you can really focus on, on what you're doing and you can try out different things, you know, for little pieces of the song. So it's, it's very different, but it's also very nice. Then you don't have that much responsibility. You don't have to take care of everything, just of your own job. But if you record your solo album, you have to take care of really, really everything, right? Yes, this is also very nice. <laughs> Before you tell us a little bit more about uh, the third solo album, right? Well, you could say it's like two and a half <laughs> because the second one it wasn't really, you know, unprecedented piano sessions. If I don't know if you know, but it was the uh, mm -hmm. basically piano versions of all the same songs that I already had with some little extras. So I think it would be officially. It would be officially the second one. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's still uh, the second one, and they've all been released in a very short time, so it's still, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the funny thing about this one is that, um, as you may know, to release Unprecedented, I launched a uh, crowdfunding campaign. And one of the things that you could buy in that campaign, you know, one of the perks that you could choose... Uh, one of them was called Unique Song and it basically um, meant that you would give me a theme, you know, like an idea of your choosing and that I would write a song about that theme. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought it would be funny and I ended up uh, selling nine of them. <laughs> so I thought like, oh, now I have to write nine songs for different people. So, uh, but, you know, I, I thought maybe it's a little bit strange or... I don't know if, if we're going to click, you know, these people and I, but we did. And, and the themes, you know, I mean, I guess in some way it's kind of logical, you know, because we, um, you know, all these people, you know, they're, 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 they like my music and, and we have a lot of things in common. So the ideas that they gave me there, they were all things that I could really relate to as well. And, uh, and the songs, I started writing them and, and they started coming out really, really great. You know, they, Uh, I started really falling in love with these songs and thinking like, oh, wow, I, I didn't expect it to go so well. And uh, as I was writing them, I, you know, at, at some point I thought like, oh, 
you know, it would be nice to make an album out of these songs. And I asked the people, you know, because, you know, that wasn't part of the deal, but I asked them, like, hey, would you mind if I would release it in an album? Uh, and everyone was like, oh, of course, you know, that's great. <laughs> and they were all very excited. Um, so that's why, you know, it was done so fast because, um, you know, originally it wasn't really meant to be, it wasn't really meant to be an album, but it was, it's just something that, that uh that happened so you have a lot of kind of co-composers on this album yeah exactly <laughs> and it was it was very nice you know because I, you know i was going up through a little bit of a a hard time actually if i have to be honest um and when i write songs you know based on stuff that i want i really have to dig in what's going on in my head and i was at a point that i really didn't want to dig in all that much in my own head <laughs> Um, so it was really, you know, really beautiful to be able to, you know, focus on, on, on these people and, and on their ideas and to try to make something, you know, that was really special and really beautiful, but also very true to the stories and the themes that they were giving me. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk to you about are your music recommendations you are always um posting what are what you're listening to on your instagram stories and you're also recommending stuff on uh, facebook and asking for people to recommend music to you and you've done uh up to now two playlists on spotify yeah and uh yeah tell us a little bit about that well um how do you choose the songs um it's just yeah. you know uh um, and, and nowadays, well, I don't know if how you feel about this, but I feel swamped with the possibilities, you know, of uh, of, of discovering music. And uh, for for me, I don't know. That's kind of like uh, sometimes a little bit off putting or something. I don't know. So um, I mean, I know that I have uh, a lot in common with the people that like my music. And uh, mm -hmm. it's proven, you know, that sometimes when I uh, ask them, <laughs> like, hey, what are you listening to now? And they come up with the greatest things. And I've discovered <laughs> a lot of really cool stuff because of that. Uh, so that's why I keep doing it. And I also like, you know, like if I find something that I think, okay, people are going to like this, you know, um, I like to share it because there are so many so many beautiful uh, uh, albums and so many amazing artists nowadays, but it's also so small, you know, it's a lot of uh, independent people and stuff that doesn't get all that much publicity because, I mean, it's so hard to stand out nowadays that I think, um, yeah. uh, you know, if, 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 if you like something and, and you know that there's probably more people are going to like it, I, you know, I just think it's nice to be able to... Um, You know, to share it with people that might, you know, get happy from discovering something nice. And also for, for those artists, you know, to, uh, uh, to spread a little bit of, uh, of love, you know, spread a little bit of their music. Yeah, that's true. I was listening uh, to your Memory Lane playlist <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. And I, uh, it was so cool to me to, um, to identify, you know, with a lot of that that reminded me of... Um, 
my growing up as well, because of course, coming from Ecuador, from South America, we listen to a lot of the same uh, rock in Spanish. Awesome. Yeah, so it was really cool to um, to think like, oh, Marcelo also listens yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah, so cool. of course. <laughs> and it's uh, you know, I I I um, I had such a great time putting it together as well, you know, because I was actually like trying to. I'm not someone who is very good at remembering stuff, like particularly. So I, I had to go mm -hmm. back and think of, uh, uh, you know, I started with some classical music, which is, you know, basically the first music that I really started listening to because of music lessons when I was really young. And then uh, stuff that I remember that my parents used to listen to. And then, uh, you know, like the pop bands and, uh, the yeah. uh, you know for all those coming <laughs> from latin america and then you know like i'm moving on to um to rock in spanish and uh you know eventually ended up ending up in metal and progressive rock and uh so it was it's 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 fun you know i i recommend that i recommend everyone makes a trip through memory lane playlist because it's you know it's just nice to you know, to go, to go back through the memories, you know, and for me, it, it's just, uh, really showed me like, uh, it was kind of like a nice reminder of all the, all the stuff that has been dear to me through the years. Yeah. Music has that effect, like brings back so many memories. Yeah. I think it will be very, very funny when you listen to it in a few years and 10 yes. or 20 years yeah. and then you go back and you can listen to the songs <laughs> that you like. 20 years ago <laughs> i have to you know like now that you mentioned that i have to add a couple of songs now yeah i'm just looking at it and thinking like oh there is some feeling feeling up to do <laughs> and the other playlist uh is the saddest playlist ever yes so i wanted to know <laughs> when do you need to listen to the saddest the saddest playlist in the world well the thing is um I really like melancholic music, you know. I really like music that that stirs my insides a little bit. Um, and I, I'm always really happy to discover a song, uh, you know, or an artist that makes, you know, music that is intense and, and melancholic and nostalgic. So, um, you know, that's why I ask people like, hey, do you have any recommendations, you know, like of songs that are, you know, like very sad and melancholic? And I, again, got like a, bunch of like fantastic uh fantastic tracks so i thought i'm gonna gather everything that i got and and everything that i really love from the suggestions that i got into a playlist and i just love it you know it's it's um i think listening to sad music is also a little bit cathartic you know and it helps you you know it's not necessarily about being sad but about having the feeling that there's more people out there that that understand what that feeling is and maybe in a way that can help you overcome your own sadness, I guess. That's true. It's a nice feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what I, when I was looking at that playlist, at the saddest playlist in the world, or just now I was thinking though that uh, there should be a couple of um, songs in Espanol. <laughs> Those well, are missing. I'm open to suggestions, so bring them on. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of any, but but I'm gonna give it a thought. Yes, you do, you do, because it's uh, it can it can be longer. It's now two hours and forty five minutes of sadness, but I'm aiming for 
<laughs> for a full marathon. Cool. Uh, do you still listen to uh, Mexican or Latin American bands, upcomers, newcomers? Not really, because I'm, I'm so disconnected, you know, from what's happening there. Um, and funny enough, I don't get all that many recommendations from people, um, you know, for, you know, but for, for like Mexican bands and stuff. I, I do sometimes find some Latin American music that, uh, that I love, like, uh, um, what's her name? Pascuala Ibarra, I think, mm -hmm. uh, from Chile. Oh, I love her. And, uh. I've been uh, Pascuala Ilavaca, it's her name, uh -huh. and she's uh, she's done some really amazing albums, and it's it's you know very Latin, but also very artistic and very well played. So, um, you know, if 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 anyone has some recommendations for more Latin American music, then I'm I'm definitely open for that. Yes, please. So for the second half of the podcast, um, we've been talking about Spotify a lot and we haven't brought the ever important question that we've been uh, asking other musicians as well. And um, you obviously use Spotify. So yes. um, how, what do you think of their business model? Do you get a check of Spotify now and then? Because your music is also on it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. But <laughs> I don't think it's very representative. Um, I got a, di a digital distribution deal and I get some money from that. But I think most of the uh, money that I get is from digital sales. You know, like um, streams is a very, very, very minimal amount. Mm -hmm. Do you promote your uh, music or do you tell your fans to go listen to your music on Spotify, so to speak? Yeah, of course, you know, because I think, um, well, it's just like YouTube, you know, like uh, YouTube recently changed its policies and, uh, uh, you know, for which channels are allowed to monetize their videos or not. And now the um, basically the, the threshold of viewing hours, it's gone up like uh, hysterically and it's something that I would never, ever, ever be able to reach unless I started to like actually vlogging or whatnot <laughs> which is something that uh, it's not uh, an ambition mm -hmm. of mine but um, um, it's you know Spotify and YouTube it's it's mostly about the exposure I think and uh, I think what 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 I'm hoping for and I think what a lot of artists are hoping for is that um, if someone discovers your music through Spotify you know and falls in love with it that then they're gonna go and support you in a different way you know it doesn't necessarily have to mean that that someone's gonna go and buy the album because i mean uh you're already listening to it but maybe the next time that you come over to where they are then maybe they come to a show um or they contribute in your next uh, indigo campaign so this is what i'm hoping for you know because and 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 honestly um like for instance with unprecedented i i couldn't have hoped for Uh, for a better response when I when I launched the crowdfunding, mm -hmm. so you know I'm just happy you know for people everywhere to be able to listen to it, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And I think that you are also very good with your um, own marketing. You have a newsletter. You are very present on social media. You kind of you put yourself out there. You have started uh, doing. Facebook uh, live streams 
Is it something yes. <laughs> you think a lot about? Do you have a strategy for your online marketing or is it something for, I don't know, fun? <laughs> um, well, um, I, I try not to be really random about what I post, you know, and I try to keep it all, uh, I guess, in the same, uh, how would you call it? In the same mood of, 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 of what I make, you know, like, uh, you know, it's, 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 it, I think it's, it's all very related to my personality and I think, uh, what, what, what my music represents and, and the stuff I think people that follow me would like, um, that I also like, you know, and stuff that I think is interesting and that, that people that follow me also might find interesting. Uh, and I, I do think about it a lot, I have to say, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bore people and I don't want to, you know, like, um, I, you know, I just, I'm, I'm just there to trying to, to share stuff that is, that is fun or interesting. And, um, and yeah, the Facebook lives are really fun because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get the chance to interact with people. And, uh, and for me, it's also very nice and kind of. Uh, uh, you know, like not so scary way of trying to play the piano and, and sing at the same time, which is something that I'm not particularly good at. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. And that's uh, some very good advice right there. I think the word you were looking for is authentic. <laughs> Your content is very authentic. And um, I think it's, it's a best practice, an example that other musicians should actually... Um, make or, or do to or copy a little <laughs> yeah exactly and i think also um i think well for me it's always been very important ever since you know um i was the stream of passion you know for us you know people have to get to know you if um if they're going to you know like put their money on the line for you and if they're gonna you know invest in you then And then there, there has to be a connection. Um, so I think it's really important. And, and it's not always very easy, you know, because it, sometimes it means that you have to, um, I don't know, for some people maybe share a little bit more than the, they would be happy mm -hmm. with. Um, for me, well, well <laughs> I, uh, I'm quite open. Well, I'm not going to tell you everything, of course. Some, some stuff I keep to myself, mm -hmm. but... Um, But I like to uh, I like to share you know the stuff that I like the stuff that inspires me and uh, and uh, and a little bit of how I'm feeling and I think that's uh, I don't know I think people can connect with that as well. Yeah, that's really nice. And I also think that kind of comes with a price sometimes. Uh, we've read a lot from uh, Lindsay Schoolcraft on the topic. Uh, she is also very. Um, very authentic and very honest on social media. And she has uh, written a couple of times that some fans have, how do you say? Um, well, I remember that um, Lindsay Schoolcraft posted that some of her fans became really intrusive and um, told her things about their lives and how sad they are and that um, they want her to answer them. And if she doesn't answer them, then they will hurt themselves. Or oh something my God. Like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh wow, oh, that's very <laughs> that's very uh, uh, intense. <laughs> um, well, I have to say, I I uh, I've never I've never had such an experience. I don't know. 
well, you know, I'm very careful to, um, you know, I, I, I really mean well and I really want to read everything. But if sometimes I get so many messages from a person that at some point I have to, you know, cool it off a little bit and then maybe I won't answer as fast. Uh, and then that, you know, already like, you know, causes them to like write a little bit less often. Mm -hmm. And some people I've just blocked, you know, because they, uh, they write a lot of nonsense or, or they're aggressive or they send me dick pics. (laughs) So uh, I'm not going to do anything with that. So just say like, thank thank you, but no, thank you. (laughs) And that's it. Um, well, some, some people have actually shared with me a lot of their stories, um, but it's usually in a, uh, you know, I've gone through this and your music has helped me to go through this kind of way. So, and, and that's, I mean, that's like, really, it makes me shiver even just thinking about it, you know, cause it's, 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 I think one of the nicest things that someone can tell you, like. You know, you, 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 your music has meant so much to me that it helped me go through a difficult time. It's like, yeah. wow, <laughs> it's such a, it's such an honor. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, what else can we talk about? We still have some time. <laughs> no, we have one uh, topic left we want to talk about, about the certification of universal voice teacher that you just achieved. Yeah, that was a piece of amazing news. So congratulations. Thank you. I'm very happy about that. (laughs) Yeah, that was also not uh, too long ago, right? No, uh, I... um, The beginning of this year, I think I took the exam. And, uh, well, basically, I've been doing this course. uh, Well, you know, Universal Voice is, is, is basically a new singing academy you could you could put it like that uh, in Amsterdam and they just started giving these courses uh, like two years ago and uh, before the universal voice teacher I also finished the universal voice master which is the second year in their three-year course basically mm-hmm. uh, and it was fantastic because uh, it was really about perfecting all your different styles of singing and uh that was like a year long and we were going like every two weeks to amsterdam and just training your voice like eight hours on saturday eight hours on sunday so it was super intense but um every time i came back home i was like with the biggest smile on my face <laughs> and the, you know i came in telling you like oh my god it was so fantastic because now i can do this and i can do this um so it was so incredible that when i finished that i thought like heck i i want to do the universal voice teacher course as well which is the third year mm-hmm. of the three year they let me skip the first year because i could already sing some stuff which was very nice <laughs> 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 I could already sing a little, you know, some stuff. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, and, and the Universal Voice Teacher uh, course was also mind-blowing. I, you know, it's this, this method, I'm, I'm really, really convinced that it's going to revolutionize the world of singing. Uh, you know, that the only thing that it's keeping it from doing that is that the 
book is just available in Dutch at this moment, no. but I'm pretty sure that as soon as it's translated to English and German, which they are already working on, I think, um, I seriously, it's going to be revolutionary because it's so simple and so effective. Um, you know, I, for instance, I, uh, from, from all the different kinds of singing that you can, uh, try to do classical, it's probably one of the most difficult, you know, because it, it involves, um, a lot of different parameters that you have to be very, you know, very specific about. Like uh, you have to have a clear voice, so it doesn't, it shouldn't have any air, and it has to be, uh, it has to have some some warmth, some darkness to it, and it has to have some sharpness to it, and it has to have some vibrato. Mm -hmm. So it's all stuff that you have to train a lot. Um, so it's 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 hard to combine all those things, and that's why it takes some people like really really long, um, a lot of years of training to. Um, to, you know, like to get the hang of it. And uh, in this year of Universal Voice Master that I did, I could hear like how all my uh, fellow students, I mean, in like, you know, it's a little, little less than a year. They were already making such progress that I thought like, oh my God, you know. And I felt it with myself as well. Like I was never... Uh, I've never been a really good belter because I come from a little bit more classical <laughs> kind of voice. Um, but I mean, nowadays I'm, I'm super confident about it. And I'm also very confident that if there is some, any sounds out there, if it's not something that I can do now, it's something that I know how to work on so that I can do it. Wow. And that's just like, it's like super empowering yeah. and it's very nice and it sounds very arrogant but i mean it, it's not that i can do everything but i know um this method is so fantastic i know that if, if there's something that i would want to do that i have the tools to work on it so that i can do it that's amazing yeah. and that's how you can growl right Yes, I always say this, like, I can teach you growling in five minutes. Yeah, we've, we've done that, <laughs> exactly. We've done this before. <laughs> we've been here before. But uh, are you actually growling in, uh, with Mayan live? Well, the thing is, we already have two growlers, <laughs> you know? So there's Mark and there's, uh, and there's George, and they're both fantastic at it. And I asked them, like, oh, can I record some growls too in the album? And they're like, sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if it's up to me... Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, that's the, you know, the more I sing, the better for me, you know, that's, that's yeah. uh, bring on the challenge. I just ask myself what you will say if they say, oh, Marcella, we want to do the operatic part and you do the growling. <laughs> I would say, sure, man, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's work on it. <laughs> Amazing. I was just thinking there are two uh, few operatic male voices i would like to hear a couple right more. Mm -hmm. and i you know i'm such a fan of uh of, of of men who you know explore that that more like uh classical more song range you know like yeah. uh, you don't hear that all that uh, all that often in uh, i think in the metal in metal that's true i was uh at a concert last week um Therion was playing and imperial age oh. uh, was playing before them from russia they have a very nice um male opera singer and uh, well three singers in total 
and and all of them can do operatic style and wow. the girls the two girls can also do like the more puppy stuff so it was amazing i was really really impressed well i'm gonna check that out yeah <laughs> and now we've come to our time but it was so great to talk to you again we could talk to you for hours <laughs> I know I babble <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we would love to have you back on in the future. And for that, uh, you listeners out there, don't forget to subscribe to the Medland High Heels podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher. You can also follow us on Twitter at Metal High Heels and on Instagram at Metal and High Heels. And our awesome jingle is based on the song Storm by the band Mercy Isle. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook and you can also send us voice messages through Facebook. Uh, that's a new thing that we're doing. So thank you so much for listening and thank you Marcella for joining us. It's my pleasure.